0: Hey,
1: this is Stacy and Megan with another What We're Cooking Eating Now bonus episode. In addition to our regular weekly episodes twice a month, we give you a real time rundown of what we're
0: cooking for our families. In each of these episodes, we'll walk you through one recipe all the way and then list out five others all in you get six weeknight dinner ideas that we've tested and our kids have reviewed you can use our ideas as inspiration or literally turn them into your meal plan for next week we share the links for all these recipes mentioned in our free community which you can join by going to backslash community all you have to do is enter your email which we keep private and look out for our post with all the what we're cooking and eating now deets stacy This is one of those weeks, which I find to be very rare, (laughs) where I did like a very thorough meal plan
1: and
0: I was very excited about my meal plan and went wrong.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's not what I thought you were going to say.
0: Wait, what did you think I was going to say?
1: And you were like, and I rocked it.
0: Well, I did, obviously, because you you did Oh, snap. Okay.
1: All right. So are you going to tell us what you ended up making? We like to keep these short, but today's your week to kind of talk us through a little bit more detail. Do yeah. you want to tell us like what you planned and what went wrong or just go through what, like three recipes that worked in the end?
0: It, well, I'll, I'll I'll do a little bit of both and then maybe you can say which one you want some info about. How does that sound? Cool. Great. Okay. I, I don't know why I like to do that, like put you on the spot, like let let me know, because I sometimes I'm like, I want to walk through this, but maybe it's not as interesting to our to you or to our listeners. OK, this it might be like a little too much info, but generally speaking, I like plan out the things I want to eat in a week. And then I look at the calendar and try to like be strategic, like, oh, I have a little more time this night or like we have flag football practice this night. So we'll do something differently. And like that's also a little bit where things went wrong this week. So first up on Sunday, I made my Mississippi pot roast recipe from kitchen.com, which is a slow cooker recipe. It's like five ingredients. You just throw it in the slow cooker, put the lid on, crank it to high, and it'll be done when you're ready to eat. And I had planned to serve it over grits, but I had asked Brian to pull the slow cooker out. And like in my mind, that also means plugging it in, but he did not and so after i like put all of the things in i put all the things in i turned it on and i walked away and two hours later i was like i do not (laughs) smell the gorgeous pot roast smell that i should be smelling right now i went into the kitchen it was like as off as off could be like cold (laughs) so i turned it on but but, (laughs) by that point it's so it takes like five to six hours even on high because you're like making a roast very tender a roast which has like a lot of connective tissue and whatnot so it was really not ready for dinner at all like I was like okay this is great we will just have the the leftovers like we'll have the same meal but just another night and honestly like totally with with many things like a roast or like chili when you braise something it's kind of better the next day if you can like cook it and then reheat it is really good so that was still in my fridge waiting to be eaten still now with (laughs) greens yes
1: yes eat it tonight like that's a gift to your future self
0: that is a gift to my future and like i finally got into the part of the week where i could eat it okay and then monday night i planned italian sandwiches With your roasted gardeniera. I always feel like I'm saying that wrong. Yeah. Among many other things. Is that correct? That's it. Um, And we did get to eat that. So I planned that as a dinner before flag football practice. I was like, this will be great. It'll be quick and easy. And it was. I also had planned to make French onion beans, which is from Allie Slagle's I Dream of Dinner. And just like sounds so good. I have some chicken broth that needs to be used up and I have some already caramelized onions. So it should be like really quick and easy Yum. or should have been really quick and easy. But I did not know until yesterday afternoon that there would be another flag football practice on Tuesday night. Also. Ah, ha, ha. So welcome back to we school up...
1: season. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I like just before the recording was on the, they use like group me, which is a new to me app for coordinating. it's like, Oh, there are three practices every week not to as promised and look they're like all early in the week which i just feel like early in the week is not we got i need like bare minimum mondays
1: yeah it's rough
0: so that means i have the stuff to do mississippi pot roast for dinner tonight french onion beans tonight and i also defrosted chicken wings to make garlic parmesan chicken wings with tortellini and zucchini and tomatoes which might end up being the thing for tonight because uh, the kids love the tortellini part of it. But so do you want to pick a recipe for me to walk you through?
1: <laughs> okay, so wait. I'm I've lost track of which one you've actually made so far. I know. The Mississippi roast you made.
0: Mississippi pot roast. But we haven't I made it. It's in the fridge. We have not eaten it. We did the Italian subs and your roast sandwiches so and, far. and okay, then we well, did take My
1: The vegetables are my recipe. <laughs> I know you like I know, don't know really I'm most curious hear. about the beans. <laughs> the french onion beans, it sounds really intriguing.
0: Yeah. It also sounds really easy, right? Because that's the whole premise of I Dream of Dinner. It's literally like to caramelize onions, which that does take some time. We've talked about this before like you writers like to be like quick in, question. In 8 to 12 minutes, yeah. What's your I, quick question? Do you use a shortcut
1: when you caramelize your onions?
0: I know that there are many, like sugar, or some people add like a little vinegar. You can bake. People swear by baking soda. You're supposed to be able to do them in the microwave, but I just happened to caramelize a bunch of onions. I think I mentioned this in last week's What We're Cooking and Eating Now. How we basically like had French onion dip for dinner one night. <laughs> Uh, So I just made a big batch and then I freeze the caramelized onions like in super cubes or in deli containers. So I have like portions of them. That's my shortcut to making caramelizing onions faster. So like just do a bunch at once and freeze them. Got it. Is that very satisfying or not?
1: No, it is. I I do appreciate that. I will just say for people who aren't going to do anything make ahead that just adding a little bit of sugar technically a cheat but honestly like if you're trying to make something during the week it works and it's delicious okay so you have caramelized onions you have canned beans I assume
0: yes like big gorgeous white beans which I feel like we don't eat enough like I just routinely buy black beans and uh, chickpeas and kidney beans so it was really nice to buy something else and then you add the beans and like a little bit of broth so the beans braise along with the caramelized onions i think there's time because i bought time if there's not there will be (laughs) and then (laughs) you do gruyere cheese over the top and broil the whole thing there's not a bread component like necessarily but the photo in the book implies that you should serve it with crusty bread so i planned for that and then just like a super simple set, set like greens with a vinaigrette as a as our vegetable on the side. That sounds so good.
1: I recently Doesn't served a bean dish, simple bean dish for dinner. And the boys were like, what is up? Like, where's dinner?
0: Is <laughs> that <It's> the <laughs> side?
1: But that sounds delicious to me. And I think with a salad and crusty bread, it sounds great.
0: Yeah. I will, when we share the links in our listener community, I'll let everyone know how it goes. I do feel a little bit like, my kids might just eat bread mostly. Okay. And she, and the beans without the cheese or without as many caramelized onions. They like beans.
1: Yeah. And I feel like Gruyere is easy to peel off the top. Like grated Gruyere, exactly. you know what I mean? It won't melt yeah. into the beans. So it'll be pretty easy for them
0: to deconstruct. Yes, that's what I'm hoping to. Okay, what is on your meal plan? Are you having a better go at it this week than me? <laughs> so I'm going to
1: do last, I'm going to work on last week's. This week is a little, okay. like, I'll tell you what I made already. So okay. it's funny because I feel like even though we're in the same season and we both live not so far from each other, like in terms of how seasons play out yeah. on the East Coast, your food feels more like transitioning because your kids have started back to school and I always am curious yes. about if people make that transition based on what's going on in their life as opposed to what is actually still at the farmer's market. You know what I mean? Because I'm still on summer break and my food is still really summery right now. Which reflects my time and the vibe and a whole bunch of things, not just what vegetables I'm buying. So I made corn cacio e pepe pasta this Mm -hmm. week. You know, cacio is a particular cheese, and I think cacio e pepe is a pasta traditionally made with cacio cheese and a lot of black pepper, and cacio isn't as commonly found in the United States. I mean, yeah, at a cheese shop, I'm sure you could get it, but like it's not at the supermarket. So most recipes that say they are cacio e pepe, use like Parmesan or Pecorino, which is what I did. I kind of got the idea and made it up, but I have two different versions that I'll link to, one in Bon Appetit and one by Bobby Flay, the Bon Appetit one I did not make and I just want to give people a heads up, but I think it's interesting that they chose a method where they you mash the cheese with the pepper and a little bit of the pasta cooking water separately until it makes like a thick paste and then you add it to the pasta and you kind of add more and more pasta cooking water. And I was like, oh, I wonder why I didn't think to make it that way. I think it's a little odd that you would do that without the egg. Mm-hmm. I made it the way Bobby Flay's recipe calls for, which is much simpler, but people can kind of look and choose, where basically I drain the pasta and I keep some of the pasta cooking water and then I just melt the butter right in the pan. I brown the corn and I add the pasta cooking water and then cheese at the end. So whatever, you can kind of choose what feels right. But it's basically pasta with corn and cheese <laughs> and
0: butter. So here, here's a question, because you said when you served beans, the boys are like, where's the... Beef, where's the meat? When you serve something like that for dinner, do they also ask that question? Yeah.
1: And it's funny because Isaac says, Where's the beef? Oliver goes, Where's the beef or pasta?
0: Like, or where's
1: the meat or pasta? (laughs) Like, pasta is different to them. Bolognese, basically. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Yeah. I don't know. Pasta is different to them. Pasta can be vegetarian, but just like a vegetarian thing that doesn't have like meat or like a big, hearty grain. I don't know. Like, it's funny. 'Cause like couscous and chickpeas, they'll be like, This isn't the same. Pasta is it's in its own category. And they're like it's,
0: it's not the same. Yeah. yeah.
1: The corn cachio e pepe was just with a salad on the side. Uh I made a steak and corn fattouche salad. Mm-hmm. It's a recipe that I kind of loosely followed. I got the idea from a recipe I'll share the link to. And then I kind of improvised, but it's basically like fattouche salad, you add grilled corn. And then you slice steak and add it on top. It was really delicious.
0: That was something you served to company too because you shared it on Instagram. I knew that, that you shared it with friends. Yeah.
1: You know, there were four kids here and Isaac ate the salad with us. Like Isaac is sort of an adult. So then there were three kids. Two of the kids literally just had their corn on the cob, like I split a cob for them and they ate sliced steak. Oliver did kind of a hybrid. So I was really only making the patouche salad for like five people, which was a little less, made it a little less overwhelming. But it's just like a huge salad without leafy greens and then pita chips and cutting the rest of the stuff up.
0: But like, that's the thing. I think people get in their mind like, oh, if you're having people over for dinner, it has to be that like very Me and like side dishes, but really it's lovely to do like some kind of chopped salad or you could do pasta salad or grain salad. And then like one simple protein like that. Totally.
1: And the great thing about this recipe is that it also, like, I could do everything ahead. Like, so I, yeah, I chopped the radishes, I chopped the carrots, I chopped the tomatoes using your fabulous cherry tomato chopping trick that we have on our Instagram. And then the steak can be room temperature. And so I was able to even, like, grill the steak in the corn ahead of time and then just slice it up and have everything ready to assemble when they came. It was super easy. Beautiful. And then the other thing I made that was a, a little bit of a bust uh, I don't know how to say this, sabich sandwich.
0: I think that's correct, but you know I'm notorious for mispronouncing Who them, knows? So. I don't
1: know. Maybe someone can tell us. Please feel free to correct us. Israeli Middle Eastern sandwich with, I think it's usually roasted eggplant or like pan fried. I grilled the eggplant and hard boiled eggs and like a chopped Israeli salad that goes in there and the tahini dressing. And guess who it was a bust with?
0: You or the, I'm going to say the boys. Which
1: boy would you guess?
0: Mostly Isaac. Cause he was like, where's the beef? Dude.
1: Yeah. He was, but not only that. So at first he was like, where's the beef? But then he put it all together. And then like halfway through eating, he got really weird about the eggplant texture, even though there's a thousand other things. And he just was like, oh, I can't eat this anymore. I was shocked. Oliver, who is like actively like, I don't like eggplant. I was like, dude, just put two slices of eggplant in there and like cover it up with other yeah. stuff. Did that and like gobbled the whole thing down, complained, but ate the whole thing. Isaac got really weird about the eggplant and like couldn't deal. That's
0: wild. It is wild. My favorite thing is when they compl- They eat everything, but they complain. Well, that's, that's Oliver's thing.
1: Yeah. And Isaac <laughs> is taken to calling eggplant aubergine. That's all he will call it. <laughs> Which I think okay. Like, I don't think I can do aubergine anymore. It's like, okay. That's pretty cute.
0: Would you do that again yeah. and do some kind of, like, grilled protein of some – or, like, doesn't even have to be grilled, but, like, sliced meat along with it or no?
1: Yeah. So, you know, this isn't the first time that I've done this sandwich. Yeah. This, this is the second time in recent history, and he ate it the first time. And it makes me annoyed. So I want to answer that question, no, on principle, because I'm super stubborn, <laughs> like being in power struggles with my teenager. Uh, but yes, actually, I got some ground beef and lamb. And I was thinking that the same exact thing which just like little patties that I could grill. Yeah. Almost like mini hamburgers, kind of between mini hamburgers and kofta or something. Yeah. That, that would be really good in it too. So so it is going to happen again. It's going to become a meaty dish. Yes (laughs) and yes.
0: And this is why it's a real time rundown of what real we Real time ate. rundown. So that's what we ate. It's
1: delicious. I love the like summer and transition y vibes. I hope everybody yes. else does
0: too. I know. I want to hear where everyone's at too. Because totally. some people are back to school and eating still summer food and vice versa. So I'm trying to will it to be fall. That's what I'm trying to do.
1: Are you? I'm not ready, Megan. A move. little I'm not
0: ready. bit. A little bit. Okay, just for the cool weather. Yeah,
1: yes, I hear you about that. It's been a hot summer. Well, this bi-monthly series is thanks in part to the generous support of our Didn't I Just Feed You supporting membership. So a huge shout out to them. Thank you guys, we love you. You can find out more about becoming a supporting member at you.com backslash community. And you know what? Like if it's not the right time for that, don't worry. Just keep listening. We love that too. Anyone who is a part of the free community board can get the links to all of this week's recipes right there. Just look for the What We're Cooking and Eating Now post.
0: A huge thank you to our producer, Samantha Gatsik. Thanks for listening. Stay sane and well fed. Until next time.